0: Oh, man, it's it's time to record another episode of Retro Bliss, but I just can't find Johnny anywhere. I'm just going to stroll down this road. <laughs> a, oh, 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 my goodness. Oh, that's so painful. Hey, what's up, buddy? Oh, there's an alien busting out of my chest. Yeah,
1: that's me. My name's Doug.
0: Oh, that was a really rude thing to do, Doug.
1: I'm sorry about that, Trevor. I just don't would be buddies.
0: There's a lot of blood everywhere.
1: Yeah, we should probably clean that up.
0: Ah, oh, is is there? Can you not have introduced yourself a different way, there, Doug?
1: This is our way. Oh. This is how we do things. We've done this from generations to generations to generations to generations to generations to well, generations. I, I'm just gonna be honest with you, Doug. I'm not done <sighs> to generations, generations.
0: I'm just gonna and be generations. Al- okay, go ahead, Doug. Yes, this was mildly inconvenient for me today. I didn't plan on having. a ...another life form from another planet busting out of my chest. But I'm a good
1: person. Well, alien.
0: Well, I do like to give everybody a chance. There we go. So what are you into? Like, what do you do in your free time?
1: Well, I like to uh, play video games. I like to uh, eat humans. And uh, I also like to burst forth from humans' chests.
0: Well, I like to do, like, one and a half of those things. Oh, you
1: like to eat humans, too?
0: Um... I eat like a human's worth of food every day.
1: That's close enough. We can be buddies.
0: Yeah, let's do it. Hey, what? you know what? what? I'm not seeing Johnny all day. He's kind of disappointing me, anyways, here lately. Uh huh. Do you want to do a podcast with me? What's a podcast? Hey, you'll be fine. You'll feel in just fine for Johnny.
1: Okay, let's do it. But do we have a podcast that we can record? We sure do. What's it called?
0: Retro, Retro Bliss!
2: These get dumber and dumber and dumber <laughs> and, and, and dumber. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new, uh, weird, um, strange, odd, uh, alienesque episode of Retro Bliss. Thanks for joining us, everybody. It still boggles our minds that anybody would, you know, choose to spend. A part of their day with us.
0: I mean, what's wrong with you? And Speaking of wrong and you. Yeah. You know, if this is your first time joining in, then welcome. Yeah. Uh, we uh, clearly love our fans.
2: If it's your second time joining in, why haven't you told other people? I mean, come exactly. on. And if it's your third time joining in, go outside.
0: <clears throat> so we are a retro video game podcast covering video games from the 80s, 90s, pretty much. And uh, we'd usually pick one game, cover it, play it, talk about it. Come here and make stupid jokes. Now, what's a podcast? Let's
2: explain that. Okay. Now, you have your phone or you have your... Uh, so, this is
0: episode 52 okay, yeah. of this podcast. And, uh... <laughs> Trevor. Let's you know, let's plug some stuff because I don't know where else to go with that. Okay, good. Let's, yeah, let's get all the fun stuff out of the way.
2: You can find me as well as my art on Instagram at johnnyism28. Give me a follow on there. But, Trevor, even more important than that, if there could be something more important than that... Well... Uh, where can they interact with our show, Retro Bliss?
0: If you only do one thing today, um, you know, don't eat, don't breathe, just do this. Yeah. Go check out Instagram. Download it for your phone if you haven't already. And uh, follow <laughs> Retro Bliss.
2: We really think our audience is just dumb. Yeah. <laughs> we tell them step by step
0: directions. Well, I didn't have Instagram until like a year ago, so I assume nobody else <laughs> knows what it is. So, uh, yeah, go get, download uh, or follow Retro Bliss, all one word. Or on Facebook. Like our page. And uh, interact with us. Talk to us. Um, we're lonely. We're lonely. But we enjoy the interaction. And we're needy. Especially so. me. Yeah. Very,
2: very, very needy. Now, uh, Trevor, every weekend, well, pretty much every weekend, there's usually a big movie that comes out, right? Or at least a movie, yeah. Or at least a, yeah. Or at least a movie. Sometimes there's a big movie. Yeah, sometimes there's a big movie. Yeah. And sometimes there's a movie from a franchise that comes out what
0: i'm trying True to say statements. is what I'm trying very to say basic is, reality yeah.
2: where i'm going with this is there's another movie in the alien franchise coming out
0: yep it come out last friday i guess i don't know when it'll, it'll yeah. by the time you listen to this i believe it'll be out
2: yes because we usually do things right after they have yeah <laughs> <laughs> we're right behind
0: the so curve. we're hoping that the new alien movie is still relevant when you hear this and it'll bring a lot of traffic our way they'll be <clears> like <throat> hey
2: Were there any old retro games that were based on these franchises?
0: Hey, here you go.
2: And we did it. Trevor, tell them, what game did we play today?
0: We're playing Alien 3 for the Sega Genesis. This is a 16-bit action platformer. Came out in 1992 from Probe and Arena Entertainment. And the Probe apparently later became a claim, we found out. Yeah. I forgot that.
2: Now, okay. Trevor, let's first talk about our experiences with... I guess the alien movie franchise, and, we're, <laughs> and it's pretty similar for both of us. I said, "Yeah, I've never seen one. I know the basics and the gist of them. Uh, you got, uh, I think it's Sigourney Weaver is like the main uh, character. Ridley. Ridley, I think it's her name is Ridley. Yeah, and she's pretty much trying to survive and kill off these aliens.
0: Yeah, and
2: one burst from the chest at some point.
0: We know that you can't. I don't think you can really be our age and not know about the chest bursting scene. Yeah, yeah. that's just um, that's
2: just kind of." In pop culture, is that? yeah?
0: I'm the same way. You know, I grew up, uh, I love science fiction now, but growing up, my dad only watched westerns. And, you know, most kids kind of want to be like their dad. So he did not watch anything science fiction related at all. And so I'm kind of making up for lost time now. I just love science fiction. But to be honest, at least the way it's been presented to me, the Alien franchise has always been a horror movie, like stuck in a sci-fi universe. Yeah. If it was more straight science fiction, I would have totally already seen them. Um, Yeah, I think me and you are kind of the
2: same. We don't hate horror movies. We just are not fans of the more uh, jump shocks. What do you want to call those? Yeah,
0: like jump scares. Like grotesque. Um, Yeah, I don't care for those. Those don't do anything for me. Yeah, like psychological thrillers, things like that. Those are cool. Yeah.
2: Um, But now, saying that, just because this is not one we have that we just choose not to watch doesn't mean that we don't have fans who love these movies. No, and they, and it
0: may be up our alley. I've always heard they're more horror movies, so I've just never bothered. And either. obviously, these movies are a big deal.
2: I mean, they've made so are. many of them now. And, of course, this is based on the third movie. Yeah. I'm just assuming that because it's called Alien. I
0: 3. know the first two are really considered classics at this point. I think yeah. the third one has its fans. Maybe isn't considered quite on the same level for some people. But I don't think this game has a whole lot to do with the movie. Um, from but what we I heard, don't know, but we can't really prove that. <laughs> yeah. If
2: you're listening to this, you can tell us if we're right or wrong. Or actually, just don't say anything. Actually, I'm, if you're listening to, to this
0: own. because you love aliens and you just saw the movie, we're you're sorry. probably already turned it off. So. Yeah,
2: we're sorry. You're going to be really disappointed with our lack of alien knowledge. Yeah, we don't know anything about it. Okay, Trevor. I guess let's let's just get into it. Okay. We put this game. All right. Here's what you got to do. You got to buy the game.
0: <laughs> I have the game right in front of me. Hey. Yeah. Oh, where to put it? Here it is. So actually I actually have the game case in front of me. It's the sort of iconic Alien 3 logo, like green and black. Mm. I think it's supposed to be like an egg, maybe. Yeah. And I, that's, uh,
2: those aliens are called something that I don't remember the name of, like Xeno
0: something. See? They just call them soldiers in the game, like the basic aliens. They just call them Yeah, but soldiers. like the species oh, is like called, Xenomorphs.
2: I think it's it, yeah. We'll say that's it. Yeah. If we're wrong, then the alien yeah. people will hate us. Oh, here we go. Oh, it says <laughs> let,
0: let me read the back of the box for okay. you. So, Alien 3 from Probe Entertainment and Arena Entertainment. The xenomorph are fast, spit acid, and are right behind you. <gasps> the motion tracker is your only warning. No time to think. No time to catch your breath. Run! Can't see very far ahead in these air ducts. That's actually very true. This is a good description of the game.
2: Yeah, so far it fits.
0: Hard to breathe. Face huggers can be anywhere. Must find a queen alien. The closer you get, the more aliens you find. Now I don't understand why facehuggers is a bad thing. It sounds very nice and pleasant. It does, but they're really brutal. Uh, better not have them find you first. Just keep telling yourself this isn't really happening. It's only a game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Uh, whichever. Well, once we put this
2: game, that's apparently only a game, into the system, we turned the power on. What was your first thoughts of how the game looked?
0: Well, it's uh, let's see. It's a 1992 Sega Genesis game. Based on a movie, so I didn't have the highest expectations based on the fact that it's based on a movie. Let's let's be honest. A lot of games, yeah.
2: just even till now, that are based on movies don't have the highest reputation. Yeah. But I
0: thought it looked pretty good. I mean, it was pretty detailed. Uh, the character Ripley. <clears throat> Ridley. I'm getting confused with Metroid. Ripley is in Metroid. Uh, Ridley looks cool. Um, and the animation was cool. Yeah, I, I, my first instincts were it's a pretty good looking game. I thought it looked okay. I didn't think it was. It was not going to blow your socks. It off.
1: is Ripley.
2: Huh. No, believe it or not, and it's <laughs> <laughs> pause. Wait for laughter. Continue.
0: Uh, I yeah. got it now.
2: Yeah. Uh, my first thoughts on how the game looked were: it looks okay. It doesn't look bad. It looks fine. It looks much better than like Batman Returns, for example, Oof. which, for whatever reason, we're we're going to compare these two, and we yeah. shouldn't because anything's better than Batman Returns, right? But you know, it's it's dark yet bright enough where you can still see everything. Does that make sense? Right. Uh, so, just from the graphics wise, I thought the game was, I would say above adequate. I would say because I feel like adequate's kind of putting it down. It's above that. It's better than average, but mm-hmm. it's not going to blow your socks off.
0: Well, here's the thing. Um, I picked this game up. Uh, I can't remember how much it was. It wasn't very. It's was like seven ninety nine, and it looks great. It looks like the manual was never even opened. But I got it not because it's an Alien movie. I got it because it's an action game for the Sega Genesis. But to be honest with you, a lot of these more serious, dark, gritty Sega Genesis games, graphically, they're not my style. Like, um, we covered the Jurassic Park Rampage Edition. Yeah. And it's a really fun game, but it's a little too dark and gritty looking. So I was kind of worried that's how this one would be. But like Johnny said, it's a little brighter and more colorful than I expected. Yeah. It's not as grimy looking as I thought. So I would say above average. Okay. The gist
2: of the game is you're playing as the main character, and you're going through the ships. There's going to be different missions, but the main mission is to save the spaceship
0: people. Sulaco. Okay. I don't know if that's how you say it, but it's in the manual. It
2: works for me. And uh, we don't. We rarely have the manual. Trevor's just uh, reading it now for the first time. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so you're going through. Uh, most of the time, your mission is to rescue different people who've been trapped by the aliens. You got to. Uh, you got to uh, find so many of those and then get to the exit before your time runs out. That's right. This has a timer on every level. Yes. Which I usually kind of hate that in a game. So, yeah, the game... Though, to be fair, Mario has that, and I love Mario.
0: Yeah, the timer was never... Well, almost never a big deal in Mario. Yeah. Occasionally, you'd be getting towards the end of the level when it'd go off. But in this game, the timer is absolutely... So, basically, there's three things that'll kill you in this game. Um, the timer running out just dying from being attacked by the aliens and running out of ammo and then being attacked by the aliens. So you've got to watch the timer. You've got to watch your ammo and you've got to watch your health bar. So it's like triple threat basically. <clears throat> but yeah, like Johnny said, the, the gist of the game is usually you're not just trying to run through the level. You have to find all the prisoners and rescue them. Yeah. So there's mission. There That's called mission mode. And it'll tell you before the level starts. So it'll be like level one, Mission 01 or whatever. And
2: this is a run and gun game. We might as well just go ahead and
0: say yeah. it. Yeah. So, in the mission ones, you have to fight off the aliens, but your main goal is to save all the prisoners, then escape. The mayhem levels, there's a few of those. And then, in those, all you have to do is um, make your way to the exit, mowing down aliens as you go. Which, to be honest, I kind of wish the whole game was like that because that's what I. I know it's simplistic, but that's more like what I enjoy. Just fight your way to the end of the level and get out. Yeah. Um, then there's the rescue levels, which are kind of those seem a little bit pointless. There's no enemies; you just have to find all the people and get out in the rescue levels. Well, the
2: big thing about this game is, and I feel like I using this more and more to describe games. This is a maze game. This one really is, and it's, it's all hard. about the corridors. Yeah, you're trying to find where you where to get through, and that to me is one of the biggest things about this game. That I don't want to give anything away, but it, for me, it was a hindrance. Well, it's <clears throat> I'm more of a like how Mario set up point A to point B. This one is uh, definitely amazing. There's dead dead ends in it even. So you can be, when your time's running out and you can't figure out how to get out, I don't know how you would beat this game the first run through without learning
0: everything. It's extremely hard. I mean, I know we say that about every time, but this game is super hard. And there's like 15 levels. There's 15 levels, not counting the boss levels. Yeah, I don't know how you do this in one sitting because I don't think there's a password option to save your progress.
2: No, the only password we found was to change levels, which we yeah. may or may not have used. Yeah. But that doesn't mean we used it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the you're right, and to be honest, I expected not to enjoy this game very much, which I'm in my opinion way, Ed, either. I was a little worried about it, though, because it's got the sort of dark, realistic Sega Genesis flair that some Sega games were known for. But also, like Johnny said, the levels are maze-like, and I've always been just more of a straightforward, like Johnny said, you know, left to right, platform, I want it to be challenging, but I want the challenge to be in jumping on difficult platforms and killing tough enemies, not finding my way around the maze. Well, in
2: all fairness, this does have tough enemies.
0: It does. It really has all that.
2: Yeah. Uh, that's but. the other thing. The controls are fine. We had to switch ours up because they're too confusing. I don't like the button, the original button layout. Yeah. It, it, is, it just doesn't work for me. And I rarely ever feel the need to do that on games, on these retro games at all. uh. <laughs> Uh, the maze thing to me was very annoying. The other thing that I hated is the when you're actually shooting, it seems the input is a little off to me.
0: Well, I'll, I'll disagree with that. I don't disagree with it. You're totally right. Yeah. But I think it depends on the weapon you pick. Oh, it, it definitely does. But what I'm trying
2: to say is the controls, I feel, aren't great, but they're not terrible bad. So I would say the controls are much better than say I'm going to bring it up again Batman Returns head and shoulders above that. Forever. I think we
0: said Batman Returns. Oh oh, yeah Batman Forever. We're talking about Batman Forever. Yeah Yeah. the one with Jim Carrey. Yeah.
2: Uh, Much better than that. But I still felt like there were times where you're going to get hit by an alien no matter what you did.
0: I think what you have to accept with this game going into it is it doesn't control like a run. It's not like Contra. It doesn't control like Contra at all. It's almost more like <clears throat> the, I almost want to say the PC style of like, I'm not sure what you call those, but I think Blackthorn was one of them that's well-known on Super Nintendo. Like you have to be more deliberate with your actions. But I thought the controls were really good, but you're right. It would have been so much easier if they were just more like Contra style. But because they're not, you get killed by these aliens constantly. Yeah, You've really got to... Sometimes it feels a little cheap to me, honestly. Well, it is because, well, I think that actually, I will disagree with you. I think the controls are great, but there are parts that aren't fair because of the way the controls are.
2: Yeah. Like. I keep you in the table and I don't mean
0: to. So if you hear noise, it's my <laughs> fault. Because you don't, the like the back of the box says, you can't see very far in front of you. Yeah. But the only problem is sometimes you just have to waste bullets because you don't know if there's going to be an alien or not. And like Johnny said, it's not instant, especially depending on the weapon you use. It might take half a second to start shooting, and by then you've already been hit by an alien. So because of that, I think you have to play these levels more than once just to know if there's an alien around the corner or not. Which is, it almost, honestly, this feels like one of the earlier survival horror games in a way. Although I don't think it was actually scary. It's more like just survival game.
2: No, it was gory though.
0: It was gory. It is a lot of gory, the levels yeah. are
2: very gory. I will say it does have, even though this all takes, I think it all takes place in that ship. Yeah. If it seems like it anyway. At least they do, at least the environments look a little different. They still, yeah. they still all look like you're in corridors, but at least they change the color schemes of them up, at least.
0: Yeah. Like every three levels, it switches to a different part yeah. of the ship. Yeah. <clears throat> but let's, you want to go over the weapons? Cause that's kind of a big deal in the game. Yeah, go ahead. So the, well, let's go with the most useless weapon. So all these weapons have limited ammo and you will run out. But there's the grenades, which to be honest, they're really hard to use. Yeah.
2: But they go out in an arc that you have to that you can't change. The arc yeah. is the same. Um, so they were probably the least. The only time I liked them is when you're on a ladder and you can kind of just drop them down. Yeah, that time they were pretty great. But
0: yeah, right. Then there's the machine gun, which is the weakest, but it's also cool because it's a machine gun. Yeah. And then there's the flamethrower, which is super powerful, but you can't move while you're using it. Yeah, and it seems to run out the quickest. Yep. And then there's what I think is hands down the best weapon, and that's the grenade launcher. And that's the one that has the slowest input, too. And that's, yeah, that's what Johnny was saying, and it's true. I think it gives the game a little bit of strategy, because a grenade launcher is one-hit kills. It's awesome, and you have a lot of ammo for it, because it runs out slowly. But it takes about half a second for it to shoot, which is enough to die. So what I did is I picked the grenade launcher as much as I could, and I would just, whenever I went around a new corner, I would just shoot a couple shots off. (laughs) But I also ran out of ammo, so, you know.
2: Yeah, so take care for what it's worth.
0: But I I really, that is my favorite thing about the way the game plays, though, is the fact that you can shoot up and down from ladders, and you feel pretty cool when you do that. Like, there's a couple aliens standing below you, and you just launch a grenade down there. Yeah. It feels pretty cool. You do feel like you got one over them for once. Right. Because they they make you look like an idiot, for the most part. They'll jump
2: out of nowhere. Like, they'll jump from underneath the ground for some reason.
0: And take you out, and you won't see them. You won't have time to shoot them. Johnny started off playing, and I kept trying to tell him what to do. Hey, you got to shoot the aliens. Quit letting them hit you. And, and I then, was trying. <laughs> and then I played it, and they did the same thing to me. It's really hard to get a leg up on these aliens. They yeah. just slap the far out of you, and you can't hardly do anything about it. That's right. That's true. That's true. <clears throat> but there's some strategy to the way you use the weapons because you're, you've got a, the machine guns quick, but you really got to start shooting early because it's weak, and they'll still get to you and kill you if you don't start shooting early. The flamethrower is powerful, but you kind of put you in a bad spot because you're standing still. Yeah, it's 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 got more to it than your average action game. And some of the aliens
2: will come at you kind of <clears throat> crawling, and you got to crouch. Oh my
0: goodness, yeah. Those are the worst ones because
2: you don't think about it in time. Uh, and then some are jump from the ceiling, and some of those face huggers we talked about, and they just kind of <laughs> jump at you and hug your face and hug your face, but it's not a good hug. It's nah. a it's a bad hug, and it's. I don't know. I don't know. I, by far, the best weapon was the grenade launcher to me. But yeah. it was also the one that was the toughest to use just because of the delay. And maybe they were thinking they were trying to even the game out. You know what yeah. I mean? But I think they kind of hurt it in a way to me. Because as aliens, they still would have got you no matter what anyway, even if yeah. you made the
0: delay not there. Yeah. The the I don't think the delay was necessary because, like you said, the aliens are going to hit you. Yeah. <clears throat> they're, they're tough. I mean, this game is... It's almost oppressively hard because it would be hard enough just to kill all kill enemies and save all the people, but then you have the timer, and the first time you play a level, you're just not going to know where everything is, and I think you're just going to die the first couple times you play a level.
2: I would be shocked if anybody can play this whole game all the way through and not get hit by an
0: alien once. That would be an oh, accomplishment. Because yeah. they will... <laughs> It was weird because I was acting like I was playing a survival horror game because I was jumping and yelling. But it wasn't because I was scared. It's just because, like, Dad, gum it, they got me again. Just yeah. it's out of an anger. I was tired of getting hit by the aliens. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're totally relentless. Oh, yeah. it's And I think they accomplished something there. They're they They don't
2: even stop and ask you how you're feeling. They don't.
0: They just jump at you with reckless abandon.
2: Exactly. That's right. Like, like I, our
0: rabid fans. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a good way to describe them. Uh, Trevor, what about the music in this M? Now, this is, I think we may disagree on this a little bit.
0: I think we might disagree on this
2: more than the other area. So you go first. To me, the music was, it got better as it went, for sure. But it was just okay to me. It wasn't, just like the graphics, it didn't blow me away. Uh, That one song with the drum in it that was just like a Phil Collins song. (laughs) I did like that one because it just had that
1: weird
0: kind of
2: thing happen. And I did enjoy that. But overall, I thought the music was just above average, because it's the way for me to say it. I didn't hate it. I'm not going to, uh, you know, diss it at all. But yeah. it's just, to me, it wasn't anything to write home about. For me. But it may also say, just to <laughs> just to put a little qualifying here. I did just play Banjo-Kazooie, and that music's much better, so maybe it's not fair.
0: <laughs> Johnny just played Banjo-Kazooie for the first time for a little bit. Yeah. And that music is totally legendary. Like, I love the music in that game.
2: Yeah, so it's not a fa- it's not fair. So maybe I should just let you say what the music but is.
0: Spoiler alert. Now that Johnny has Benjo kazooie and I have it, uh, we're going to cover that sometime. Yeah. But yeah, I'll say now as a qualifier, you know, this isn't at the top of the Sega Genesis library as far as music. But I think the music is my favorite part about this game. Um, you
2: know what? I will agree with you on that, though. I think the music is the best part.
0: I just, I think I liked it a lot more than Johnny. Um it wasn't... <clears throat> it's hard to explain. With a game like this that's, you know, sort of, you know, gr- the gritty, quote-unquote, realism, I expected the music to be that way. Again, and I'm not bashing this game because it was a fun game, but the Jurassic Park game, if I remember right, most of the music in that was kind of like... It was, yeah. Like, just, like, kind of dark. Yeah. I thought the music in this game almost didn't fit the dark nature of the game, and I love that. It was almost like... I kept thinking, this is like a Miami Vice soundtrack.
2: Yeah. Like, it's kind
0: of dark, but it's kind of goofy, too. The music was more action-oriented than kind of horror-oriented. I think... I will say, though, you play, like, three levels that are set in the same area before it moves on. And the music is the same in those three levels. So there's only, like, maybe four different actual tracks in the game. So I would like... Of course, it would be better if there was a brand new track for every single level. But I actually really liked the music. I think... I think my favorite part was that the songs were not typical. They were like, you have this crazy drum beat in the background. Like, do-do-do-do-do-do. And then you, it's just like that. And then you would have... <laughs> was, was like, sort of a keyboard over that. And then, like, the Sega Genesis... They're kind of awkward, to be honest. Sega Genesis rock sounds. <clears throat> I don't know. It wasn't a masterpiece, but I thought the music was pretty stinking cool. Especially in that purple level, whatever that was. It's like the Aliens or something? That's what it seemed like. That one was... <clears throat> It was very different.
2: I'll agree with you that the music was the best part of the game. I will yeah. agree with you on that. I think you love the music much more than I did. But yeah. But I still
0: thought the music was good. Yeah. I'm, the music surprised me. I did not expect to enjoy it that much. I will
2: say that. I'll give it that. <clears> the <throat> music was much better than what I was expecting.
0: Yeah. I was sure. expecting just maybe one track through the whole thing. I have no idea if this is considered like classic Sega Genesis music. Because I didn't know much about this game. But I wouldn't be surprised if there's not some big fans of this music. Yeah. Because it... it it surprised me. And I couldn't tell you way. if the
2: music's from the movie either because I never saw the
0: movie. I don't think it is because it really was <laughs> a lot more cheery than what was happening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Speaking of what was happening, what, tell the people what happens when you run out of time. Oh my gosh, all right. This game,
2: you know, Sega had that whole thing where Sega Genesis does what Nintendo don't. Yeah. And the main thing about that is they, they would get some pretty graphic games like Mortal Kombat or whatever. Like the, the famous thing is their Mortal Kombat would show blood. And have fatalities, but the Nintendo version wouldn't. Yeah. The no, sure, Nintendo version wouldn't. All right, on this game, if time runs out before you can save all the people, it will literally go to each person you didn't save and <laughs> make you watch as an alien burst forth from their chest. Yep. And it's very
0: graphic, <laughs> and you definitely know what's happening. So, if you only saved... Some of the levels, you have to save 12 people. So, let's say you ran out of time and only saved one. <laughs> You're going to have to watch 11 people yeah. graphically die. <laughs> it's... I don't see a rating on this game. I guess this was maybe before they were doing the ratings. I thought they were in 92. But this would be probably a mature rated game for its time. It's, it's just, rated at 1. It's rated one player. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yes. Yeah, pretty pretty graphic, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, not really by today's standards, but by 92 standards. Yeah, if I had to rate it
2: now, I would say it would probably be rated, teen. rated T for T at yeah. least. At the very least. Maybe even oh, look bit this.
0: Sorry. I just found a cutout from a magazine in this used copy that I bought. This feels set up. Oh, no, it isn't. Well, it's a review from, I don't know what magazine this is. There's a cutout from the magazine, and they rated it four out of five. And there's a code, and I think it might be the same one you did. It is. It is, yeah. It's the level select code. See, I wish I mentioned that. We beat the first couple levels legit, which was tough. Yeah. Um, then we used to code to see all 15 levels. <laughs> if you want to
2: play this legit to beat it, it'd probably take you a good while, honestly. Yeah. And a good long sitting. Well, they gave that game four out of five for their review, whatever magazine that's from. Let's find out what we would give it. You got anything else you want to say before we go into our final reviews?
0: Um, Now I think we mentioned there's 15 levels plus the boss levels and all the boss level is, it's one of the guardians, which apparently is from the movie. Um, and they're just a bigger, tougher alien that spit acid and they take a lot of hits. um, And they all are kind of the same, but after every few levels, you fight one of those. So, let's get into the review.
2: All right. Um, I guess I'll go first.
0: I think our reviews are going to be different.
2: Possibly. All right. Overall, this game to me was okay. I didn't hate it. I didn't think it was amazing or great. I'm okay if I never play it again. But having said that, it's much better than a lot of games we've played for this show. (laughs) <laughs> there's a lot of games like but obviously it's better than Batman Forever and uh, X-Men it's better than those Yeah, but that's almost, an, almost <laughs> the thing kind of is uh, man, it's also fair to say that since me and you are not really fans of the movies as in we just haven't watched them so we're kind of ignorant towards the films that would be the best yeah. way to put it so maybe if I was a fan seen these movies and I really liked them I would probably have a different feeling towards this game because honestly for a movie based game it's probably one of the better ones when it comes to that. Yeah. Because a lot of those are just not good. But I got to give a final score of, I'm going to give it five and a half. I think it's just above average. The music is the only reason I'm knocking it up a half, or it would have just been a five. <laughs> so, I'm giving it a 5.5 5 out of 10. So, that guy thought the game was much better than me. I want to think you're going to agree with him. So, what do you think?
0: Yeah, I, I do think it's better than that. <clears throat> but, I mean, I do understand part of review is just how much fun you have with it. And... It's not really your kind of game, you said.
2: Yeah, it's really not. I I like games like Contra and stuff which are run and gun, but mm-hmm. this one, the maze part just kinda of ruined it for me. Par- yeah personally.
0: You know, here this this game I didn't love it, let me just say that. But I think I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought it would. I thought our places would be reversed because these sort of more like I've said, gritty uh, Sega Genesis games, my style is much more, you know, Gunstar Heroes, Sonic 2, yeah. Toe Jam and Earl. You're more...
2: Those are classics.
0: You're yeah, just more happy, fun Sega Genesis games. Those are more my style. But
2: They're, I enjoyed
0: this one more than I thought.
2: Our lives are so bleak and sad that we need these happy <laughs> games
0: to cheer us up. Yeah, that, that's true. But I'll say Alien 3 surprised <laughs> me in that it actually still was, despite the supposed bleak nature, it was fun. I enjoyed the music a lot. The the graphics I enjoyed, but I would have I do prefer like outdoor settings over these indoor corridors.
2: Yeah, I will say I think it's another thing that gonna kind of hurt it for me. Though it's probably just how the movie is. Right. It's just not buried enough.
0: Bone like, Batman Forever we reviewed recently. Oh, it's better than that. Where the indoor yeah. corridors are yeah. just dreadfully drab. <laughs> yeah, those are horrible. These are these levels are well designed. It's just that I think they overdid it. Here here's what I'll say. To me, I think this is a really good game. I really do. I think the action feels good. I think they did the whole, like where you can climb ladders and shoot above you to take out aliens before you get up there. The the, you can blow through some doors um, and get aliens hiding behind them. The aliens will bust through a door and get you sometimes. I think the action is pretty cool. I think they needed to remove the timer or something because it's just overkill. It's hard enough to survive the aliens and to find all the people and save them. The whole timing thing just is almost too oppressive. I think this would have been a seven out of ten for me if that timer was not so oppressive. Because it's a fun game. And I recommend it. That being said, I think the timer, if we didn't have the level select code, I doubt we would have made it past three levels, and that's if we tried for quite a while. Um so I'm gonna say because of the timer, it does hold it back a little bit. But I'm gonna get it a six point seven five. This is almost a seven to me. I think it's <clears throat> I think it's way better way better than most people are gonna think it is for a movie based game. It's not it's not. I don't think there's anything wrong with the controls. I think that's the thing. I know I said the same thing about Donald Land. <laughs> you're, more,
2: you're more forgiving when it comes to controls than I am.
0: No, you are. Well, it depends though. Like if you got to break
2: up Resident Evil.
0: Well, you defeated that game. And this is, game controls better than Resident Evil. I will say that. Yeah, I'll give it. But that. it's almost a precursor to those games in that it's got this quote-unquote tank-like controls. But it's not like Resident Evil, and this one you are still fairly nimble. Yeah but it's trying to be more realistic. Like it's not like uh you're not running around like Sonic jumping everywhere. But it's not totally realistic either. I don't know. I think I think the controls are good. I just think they throw too much at you. You know.
2: How much I, did you say you paid for this game? Um, you said like $8, I think it's what you said.
0: I think it's something like that, yeah.
2: That's probably fine. I mean, yeah. You got the case in everything, and everything. I think that's a good deal. So, yeah, for me I would say that's totally worth it. Uh, but yeah. If I was just getting the game to play it for fun, me personally if you got the like ten dollars and over I wouldn't do it
0: yeah I don't know I mean I'm trying to think of what to compare it to on the Genesis I and it, and I feel like if you enjoy the the Jurassic Park game maybe because it's sort of more deliberate too it's not like your contra filling that's probably that's probably the best comparison to this game is yeah. the Jurassic Park game but it's unique I think that's why I maybe it maybe more. this
2: is what I'm going to say to make this fair to this alien 3 game is the fact that I love Jurassic Park. I love that franchise. It's one of my favorite franchises when it comes to movies. So I'm probably more forgiving to that game
0: than I would be to this
2: game where I haven't seen any of the movies and I'm just not familiar with the stuff.
0: To be fair. I'll say this. I like Jurassic Park more than Alien movies, obviously. I feel like this is a better design game. I feel like the levels are made better in this one. But I enjoy Jurassic Park because it's just more like blasting stuff, which I enjoy more.
2: Well, I would agree with you, but this
0: is a maze game and I hate those. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. It's not quite my style. No. If it was, I think we'd be talking a higher review. Yeah. But but it's well made. Not so, the only amazing game know. I've ever liked was that
2: Zelda that we played.
0: <laughs> that Zelda,
2: that <laughs> <laughs> Zelda. Yeah. Anyways,
0: <laughs> I, I think it's worth checking out. But it's okay. We slightly disagree. I think it's well above average. Johnny thinks slightly think above average. I think it's worth trying. Yeah. So
2: I would say I would say let's say this is retro list approved. I would yeah do that. So
0: yeah, I think so. Okay, Trevor,
2: you know about these subscription crates, right? Yes. That's where you pay so much money, like they're usually really cheap, and they'll send you a box every month of some really cool stuff. Now, Trevor, you know me pretty well, and at some point, you knew yourself. (laughs) And at one point, me and you both were uh, backyard wrestlers.
0: Oh, my goodness. We
2: were very, very...
0: Gentle. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: We weren't very good. No. <laughs> we we took every uh, step to make sure we were not going to get hurt <laughs> to yeah. the point where it's fun to watch because of how bad we are. Yeah. But what's not bad is the Wrestle Crate. That is a crate that you can get once a month. Uh, that's filled to the to the brim with some really cool professional wrestling stuff. Trevor, I've gotten a box, and in that box I had a really cool action figure. I had a, a like a big poster that was signed by a wrestler. I had uh, all kinds of little... cool. I had, like, a, all kinds of little cool uh, tinkets. Is tinkets a word? Trinkets. That's the word I was like. <laughs> Trinkets. <laughs> tinkets.
0: So when you got to pee a little bit, <laughs> yeah. take a tinket.
2: Yeah, take a little <laughs> tinket. And I just loved it. I thought it was really cool. And yeah. I highly encourage everybody to go to uh, www.wrestlecrate.com. And if you use the code retro bliss and that's r-e-t-r-o-b-l-i-s-s you'll get
0: 10 off your first crate so that's this is a real thing that's our name that's not a past tense that's right <laughs> just retro bliss yeah
2: yeah and if you use that you get 10 percent off your first crate that's pretty great
0: it actually it's cool yeah this despite all of our <laughs> mcdonald's advertisements this actually is this is a real true thing <laughs> yeah like we're not taking money for this but it actually is a thing you can do like don't you,
2: tell them that. We've got to make them think that we're making tons of money. I mean, we're numbers. making a million dollars. Goodness gracious. I've taught you nothing.
0: <laughs> yeah, go. We want to get real sponsors, Trevor. So, so go to, <laughs> to WrestleCrate.com, who's yeah. paying us a, a bucket load of money. Oh, yeah. And uh, use the code RETROBLISS to mm. save 10%. There
2: you go. Awesome. Trevor, now it's time for something that I think people have been uh, clamoring for, have been hoping for, have been frothing at their mouths for. That, of course, is
0: a uh, Top 5. The top five list,
2: and of course, this week we're going to do uh, to go along with the movie Alien our top five favorite aliens. Yep. Do you wish to go first? Um, Do you want to go first on the Bliss Quiz? or maybe? You go first on this, then I will on the Bliss Quiz. Okay. You always want to go last on the Bliss Quiz. It's not fair. Alright, Trevor. My number five favorite alien is E.T., The Extraterrestrial. Ah. That's a classic movie. I'm assuming everybody's seen it. If you haven't, what are you doing? Go watch it. It's a feel-good movie about an alien that gets left behind and this little boy becomes friends with it. And that alien, E.T., is just awesome I mean, Phone home, his finger glows. I mean, I wish mine would glow. Yeah. I mean, and just heal stuff
0: when I touched. This is getting weird. Yeah. But
2: <laughs> E.T., my number five.
0: You know, E.T. was the first one I thought of, and then I was trying really hard to think of the rest, and I kind of forgot about E.T. So spoiler, he's not on my list. <laughs> this is a hard list for me because it's there's so many things you could consider an alien. So I had like a million ideas in my head, and I didn't know where to go with it. But we'll just go. Alien is anything is not from this planet. Yeah. So I kind of tried to stick with a more traditional, I guess, but we'll see. My number five—I already cheated because I realized I left uh, this one particular character off the list. Okay, my number five were the Tribbles from Star Trek. Oh, they're pretty cool. <laughs> but now my number five is the Tribbles slash Yoda, <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> which is probably a slap in the face for Yoda. I would have been better off just leaving them off the list, yeah. probably.
2: Okay, but here's, I'm going to be—I'm going to give a spoiler alert. I refused, just because they're really popular, to go to Star Trek or or Star Wars. I kept them off my list.
0: So that makes sense. Like, so if we ever get really popular, you would refuse to listen to us. Yeah. But you would admit we're awesome.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. those, well, those are two things that I really love, list.
0: So. I didn't refuse to go to Star Trek or Star Wars, but to be honest, and I'm probably going to lose, if I had any fans, I'm not going to do now. I'm not... How do I say this? I don't know where you're I going respect Star Wars a lot for what it did. And if I grew up in the 70s when they first started coming out, I would probably be a massive fan. I don't like
2: where this is going. I love Star Wars.
0: Let me just say, I think the most recent Star Wars movies were really good. And if people went back and watched some of the other ones, they might realize they're not all as good.
2: (laughs) The original three that came out in the 70s and early 80s are very good. Yes. The ones that came out in the late 90s, early 2000s are
0: iffy at best. I'm about half of the movies in the franchise are mixed. Is all I'm saying. That's a fair. That's fair. But half are sterling. Anyway, half of the Star Trek movies are iffy. Oh yeah. So. Oh
2: yeah. <laughs>
0: <So>. <laughs> I love the 1960s. Anyways, point being, I probably am more of a Star Trek fan than a Star Wars fan.
2: That's fair. I don't think anybody's gonna be mad about but, that.
0: But that's why Tribbles and Yoda ended up at number
2: five together. That's fair. <laughs> okay. And when I say that, I refused. To use any of those is just purely because I forgot about them. <laughs> That's what I thought. Yeah. Let's be honest. That's true. All right, my number four is Aliens from Mars Attacks. One oh, my, yeah. One of my favorite movies. <laughs> I, I love that movie, Mars Attacks. And of course, those are based on the cards from T.O.P.S. from a long time ago. But the movie, I love the movie. It's so tongue-in-cheek and goofy, and it's just amazing all these stars are in it. Like, there's some like Michael J. Fox is in it. And it's just a great, great movie. Uh, I recommend if you have not seen this movie, you need to watch it. It's just a fun watch. And those yeah, aliens are amazing.
0: Oh yeah, they really are a good choice. And, um, my number four is another cheat, but I put mother brain slash Ridley from the Metroid games. Mother brain is just a cool character. Like she's not, she's sort of a villain, but then she really just wants to save her babies and save, this planet, and Samus kind of goes through just killing her babies. (laughs) So it's kind of a weird story. Spoiler alert. (laughs) And then Ridley is like this awesome-looking skeletal dragon thing, but he's also super intelligent, and it's just... The Metroid series has some pretty cool uh, villains, and that's... uh, So those two are both my number four.
2: Okay. My number three. Trevor, there's a little movie that came out, and for whatever reason, it came out when I was that's the right age to love this movie. And I've gone back and watched it since, and the movie does not hold up whatsoever. Yeah. But the movie is Mac and Me, and the alien is Mac from Mac and Me. I've never seen that movie. It's it's nothing more than a glorified, well, we'll know something about this. It's a glorified McDonald's commercial, but it's a yeah. movie. And McDonald's is all over it. But it's all about this this alien that gets it's just like E.T. He gets left behind, and they got to take him to his family. And he loves and he eats McDonald's on the way, <laughs> and then his family and all get like become nationalized citizens or something. I don't know. But
0: <laughs> I think I need to see this movie.
2: It's, it's incredible for how weird and strange and odd it is.
0: Let me stop myself for a second. I've just been sitting here thinking about people with their pitchforks. I really like Star Wars. I really really liked the original trilogy, and I really enjoyed. I thought Rogue One was excellent. Oh, Rogue One's amazing. And I thought Episode Eight. I know it's kind of just a retread of. I guess Empire Strikes Back. But I thought it was done well. I thought it was a really well-made movie. Um, and I and I enjoyed the the episode, what, episode one, two, and three. Yeah. I enjoyed those as well. I'm just saying, you know, well, it's, they're it's not like, all great. It's okay to like <laughs> one more than the other. It doesn't mean you don't right. like the other. I'm, I'm just one of those people who's willing to say, not all the Star Wars movies are great. But yeah. I still like them. Like so I think I'll, that's okay.
2: I love both Star Wars and Star Trek, but both of them have iffy movies at, that's at true. some point. Yeah, so.
0: All right, <laughs> so
2: that's a long way to go. To say, don't hate us; we love both. <laughs>
0: yes, all the terrible things we see on the sh- say on the show, and it's amazing that that's what you know. I thought would get us in trouble. Yeah. But anyways, my number three <clears throat> are the M- Mudok. I don't know how to say it, Mudokins. If you've ever played any of the odd world games, that's what um, all the characters, the good guys, are the Mudokins. They're just so weird. And Abe, who's the main star, like his mouth is so shut, and he has this really funny voice. They're just endearing. I mean, they're kind of pathetic, if you think about it. They're just... But they're they're kind of cool, too. So, um, I like the Madocins. I think they're cool. Very odd characters. Well, I mean,
2: don't get me wrong. They're they're great, but you know what's greater than them? That's my number two. That's Alf from the show, uh, Alf. Alf was one of my favorite shows growing up. It's about this alien life form. That's how he got his name, Alf, who liked to try to eat cats and hang out with
0: his family. And he was yeah. a puppet, and
2: he was amazing.
0: That's, there's no way that show would last now with him eating cat. Trevor's gonna turn his phone off. What is this? I thought it was off. She knows we're recording. That's my wife, who I love very much, and who will probably hear this episode. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded really rude, and I apologize. So, but, my number two, out. before we were so rudely yes. interrupted. So, by a great person, as is probably obvious from all of my list, I was really deprived of some of these great. 80s and 90s shows because if it wasn't a western we didn't watch it at my house for a while <laughs> but Alpha's one I missed out on for that reason but my number two is a duo but this time it's legit and that is Toe Jam and Earl okay uh I love Toe Jam and Earl I think that Patrick from Spongebob I would like to research that he has to be influenced by Earl like he looks like Earl and he I acts can, like Earl I can see that but I can see from the looks I haven't really yeah. played the game but I can definitely see it from the looks but Toe Jam and Earl just cool funky aliens um and we're definitely going to cover the Toe Jam and Earl games at some point, but I love those guys. All right,
2: Trevor, my number one is one of my favorite characters in everything, and he was recently in a really huge movie that me and you both loved, that I've seen twice already. Mm-hmm. Then, of course, is Rocket. Well, he's, he's called Rocket Raccoon, but oh, he's yeah. not really a raccoon. He was one of my favorite characters even before these movies. I mean, he's, he's, a, he's a raccoon who's really smart and has giant guns that he likes to
0: blow stuff up with.
2: How could you not like this character? And he's very funny on top of that.
0: You know, I thought about the Guardians because they've become some of my favorite characters. All of them, really. But I didn't know which one to put. as like I don't know. Rocket? Groot? uh, The name I'm forgetting. Played by Batista? Drax. Drax? I don't know. I I couldn't decide which one, so I ended up kind of leaving them all off. But to be honest, my number one, there was no contest. It's not even close. One of my top favorite characters in entertainment, period, played by one of my favorite actors who ever lived, and that is Spock, uh, Mm -hmm. as played by Leonard Nimoy, is legitimately just one of my favorite imaginary creations ever made. I just love the character. I love the way Leonard Nimoy played him. Um, And yeah, my number one alien. I think he's the reason,
2: he was my first, when I first saw the original Star Trek, he's the first character I gravitated towards. Yeah. Still one of my fa- favorite characters and everything, but what I really loved about that show was the dynamic between him, Kirk, and McCoy. Oh
0: yeah,
2: that's the reason I watched that show. Those three had great chemistry uh-huh. together, and I have to agree with you on that. I cannot knock him off at all. I would, if I hadn't forgot about him <laughs> for whatever reason, I, he would have been in my top <clears> five <throat> for sure. He probably would have been second. Yeah, because I, lo- I love I love Spock Spock's amazing. Yeah. <clears throat> now, Trevor, speaking of out of this world. Check out these really sweet trading cards I got. I mean, I got some... uh, They're called Halloween Horrors, which I thought fit our Alien 3 theme. Yeah. Uh, You know, I got uh, the Invisible Man. I got my favorite, the Frankenstein's monster. That's pretty cool. The original Frankenstein. Uh, You know, his his wife, Dracula, the creature from the Black Lagoon. Some classic monsters here. And it came with a really cool magnet that's up on my fridge, which is why you can't see it. (laughs) And I got all these from Planet F Studios. All you got to do is go to PlanetFStudios.com and you can order yourself some Halloween horror cards. He also has some just some normal uh, trading cards. They have like uh, just different people from pop uh, culture done in his style. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend you go check this this guy's work mm-hmm. out. He's pretty great. I love his work. Highly recommend it. That's www.PlanetFStudios.com.
0: Yeah, it's pretty impressive. I'm not in your artsy partsy world, but I, even now, I could tell that's pretty cool. <laughs> So, if only you could, Trevor, what else is cool, though? Probably the coolest thing we'll ever do is play another commercial for you.
1: Started Three times the suspense. It's here. Three, three, here. three, three, three times <laughs> the danger. Run as fast as you can! Come on! Three times the terror. <laughs> Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> Alien
2: 3. I have to admit, that was pretty
0: cool. It was pretty cool. I mean,
2: <laughs> usually you build these up, and I think you're going to just let us all down. But this time, I thought you did a good job. Thank of you. Not letting us all down. But now I think it's time for everybody's most favorite part of the show. Yeah. Besides when we finally shut up. And that, of course, is the Bliss Quiz. quiz. Again. It doesn't really matter. I really don't care. All right,
0: I'll go ahead and go. Okay. So <clears throat> I want to people know that we don't think this out through. Nope. <laughs> so if you uh head on over to your local eBay, okay, and you have twenty thousand dollars in your oh, pocket,
2: you make me do math already.
0: Twenty thousand dollars. Okay. Which of these can you buy with that twenty thousand dollars? Okay. You can only buy one. Which right. one?
2: I got a twenty thousand dollar bill.
0: Yep. <laughs> can you buy? Uh An Aliens dropship flight simulator with six HD monitors and two ejection seats. This thing is like on the back of a, a trailer, and it's like a full-blown simulator that you can put in your backyard. So you can actually get inside this thing as a person. Oh, yeah, two people can get in it. Okay, all right. Um, A 2008 Ford F-250 Crew Cab pickup truck. Okay, all right. Or the website UFO-Alien.info. <laughs> it is for sale. I can even pull it up and show you. No, I believe you. Okay, <laughs> which which can you buy for twenty thousand dollars or less? Is there?
2: I'm going to ask you a question that may break your game. Mm-hmm. So if you don't want to answer, I understand. Uh-huh. Can I get more than one thing with this? Nope, money?
0: only one of these is actually less than twenty okay, thousand dollars. That's what I was trying to get. Yeah. At. Okay. Uh, man, I want to go with that website. It's got to be that website, right? So you were as wrong as you could possibly be. Oh my gosh, that's the most expensive <laughs> in the same world. Yes, you could buy that for way less than twenty thousand. I went to the website because they were intelligent enough to post it. <clears throat> it looks, <laughs> it looks like you would expect UFO dash alien dot info to look okay. And I'm amazing. sorry <laughs> if you're amazing fans of this show, then I think it's amazing. <laughs> there you go. So, but the Ford F two fifty pickup truck, I think it was about twelve thousand dollars. So I could have got that. That's yeah, the one.
2: that's the one I thought would be like a, just right above <laughs> you, twenty grand. You
0: thought that would be more than the yeah. website, yeah. <laughs> the that, eighth, that, how much did you say the website was? I'm getting to it. Okay. The Drop Ship Flight Simulator. With two just, e- this is just sounding cool. <laughs> with two ejection seats and six HD monitors is $42,000. Okay, that's a lot. But you know, if you are a kid and you had that in your
2: backyard, that would be a blast.
0: Yeah. If uh, if you want to drive to Kansas, it's a local pickup only. <laughs> okay. The website, UFO-Alien.info, $249,900. <laughs> okay, just a spoiler alert. I had, uh, I had a
2: man... Me and our friend Adam had a website before where we yeah. had a, my very first podcast where we did a whole four episodes. It cost us 50 bucks.
0: <laughs> well, you get the blog site that's attached to this as
2: well. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. That just really ups the yeah. value. Trevor, your number one question. I'm going to list you some things. One of these things is false and I made it up. The other three things are true. Okay. A former president Jimmy Carter thought he once saw a UFO. Hmm. B. Uh, Steven Spielberg once claimed to have seen aliens in his bedroom as a child. C, more than 40,000 Americans have taken out insurance against being abducted by aliens. Or D, uh, there is an average of six UFO sightings a day.
0: What was the second one?
2: Uh, Steven Spielberg once claimed to see aliens in his bedroom as a kid.
0: I'm going to go with C is false.
2: You're claiming that more than 40,000 Americans have taken out insurance against being abducted by aliens is false? Oh, was there four choices? Yeah, there's four.
0: <laughs> I'm a great listener. What was the last choice?
2: That uh, <laughs> there is an average of six UFO sightings a day. That one's false. That's the one I meant. There's probably more than that. The one that's false is Steven Spielberg once claimed Aww. he had seen an alien in his bedroom as a kid.
0: That just seemed like something he would have said. Because oh, he's well. made a lot of movies about aliens. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. I fell in You seem heartbroken. I just thought I had that right. All right. So this question might sound ridiculous, uh-huh. but there's a logic behind it, and you, there is a definitely a right and a wrong answer. There's no ridiculous questions, Trevor. Only ridiculous people. That's right. So you walk into a soda shop.
1: It's a family-friendly
0: show. And I said, ouch. Yeah. <laughs> you walk into a soda shop. Do I go through the door? You're through the door. Okay. And you see three aliens sitting there enjoying a the the nice... open the door before I... <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> All right, here I go again. Okay. And you see three aliens enjoying a nice delicious soda. Uh-huh. Which one do you pick a fight with? So I'm going to give you three choices, and uh, you want to pick the one you'll survive, basically.
2: Okay, gotcha.
0: So we have Nognilk, Kilad, and Nivram. Nognilk, Kilad, and Nivram. There is a right answer, and I'll explain it after you die. That's all I get. Yep. Of uh, Nivram, you got it right. <laughs> Did I really? I picked what I thought I could remember to pronounce. <laughs> so, so these are three names spelled backwards. Nivram is Marvin the Martian. Oh, okay. Who's probably as long as he doesn't have his ray gun, you'll probably just, survive. He would have
2: been in my top ten list.
0: Yeah, I, I love, didn't. I, I, I literally wrote it in the question list, and I forgot <laughs> to put him. I love Marvin the Martian. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> So, I figured Nivram would probably be the best one to pick a fight with. The other ones, Lad was Dalek, spelled backwards. Oh, okay, yeah. And then they would destroy you and your planet. Yeah. And then Noglik was Klingon. Oh, yeah. So,
2: that's that's literally a war people. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So, you survived your fight versus Marvin. Good job.
2: Yep. But I just picked the one I could pronounce. Trevor, I went to IMDb. Whoa. And, of course, like I said before, I love the show Alf. Uh huh. So, I picked a show, uh, one of the episodes from Alf. The name of the episode was called A Little Bit of Soap. You know the gist <laughs> of Alf, right? He's an yeah. alien running around. Okay. I'm going to read you the, the description of the episode. Uh-huh. Alf and Kate's mom are arguing about TV. Kate's mom thinks that Alf's favorite soap opera, called Midwest General, is sleazy and shows him what her favorite one is, and it's called One World to Hope For, and Alf thinks that one is boring. Angered, Alf argues that he could write a better script for the series than the writer's are coming up with. So, Alf actually writes a script and sends it in. The production company actually films Alf's script that bears not-so-subtle similarities to the situation at the Tenors' house. The Tenors' of the family that he stayed with. Okay. And a fun fact for this episode is, Alf laughs at the end of the closing <laughs> credits. <laughs> if you get within one of the overall IMDb score for this, I will say you win it.
0: I don't see how that synopsis is going to help me with the score, but we'll see. So, I'm going to say 7.4. Are you serious? Yeah.
2: Okay, that's your honest answer. Yeah. You didn't look at my thing. No. I'm going to show you the Oh, wow, I see it. (laughs) This
0: is exactly right. Wow.
2: You would have won like 50 million points on another Uh, game.
0: That's incredible. Man, I can't believe I got it exactly right. Well, that's cool. So, your final question. This one's hard, I'll be honest. Okay. But uh, it's also very winnable. Kind of like the game we played today, although I'm not sure if it is winnable. But... Which of these, <laughs> okay, I just realized none of my questions actually have anything to do with the movie franchise Alien or Aliens. None of mine did either. But this one has to do with Star Trek. <laughs> okay. So, which of these is not a real Star Trek alien race? Okay. So, all of these are real except for one. You made one up. So, there's five choices. You have the, and I'm probably going to pronounce all these wrong. The Amazerites. The Acomarians. The Benzites. The Bormirats, the Tribbles, or the Vortas? Well,
2: the Tribbles, I know is right. Would you like a, them one more time? Because they, they had trouble with us. Yeah. Now, I love Star Trek, and I've seen the original <laughs> at least two or three times each episode. But the only races I remember
0: are Tribbles, Klingons, <laughs> Vulcans. Yeah, I'm pretty, pretty ones, much the same way. Those are the only ones I can remember off the top of my head. There's not space in my brain for all of these. <laughs> yeah, so, so you have the Amazerats. I'm going to go with that
2: one. That's the one I had in my head because it sounded like you said amazing and then added rights to it.
0: Uh, that one was real. Oh, thank God. So the Boromir rights was just my nod to Boromir from Lord of the Rings. Oh, <laughs> I should have thought of that. Yeah. It. All
2: right. <laughs> Trevor, your last question.
0: There is a right answer to this.
2: So this is going to be okay. difficult. Okay. If you were to meet an alien. Okay and they asked you what's one thing that's the most important thing to know about Earth and Earthlings, what would you tell them?
0: Wow, so it's open-ended. It's open-ended, but there is a real answer. That's correct. So what's the most important thing to know?
2: Mm -hmm.
0: I would say that if all the people on Earth are ever destroyed, then the entire galaxy will implode. Because maybe that would save us. Okay. That's wrong.
2: Aww. The correct answer is, here's a podcast you need to listen to. <laughs> it's Retro Blast. <laughs> yep. And then I'm they right. would probably blow us up. <laughs> I admit I was wrong. <laughs> of course, if they did go that far and they checked us out, then we may be the
0: reason that Earth has ended. <laughs> if they thought that we were the prime example of yeah. well, what when people you listen think, to.
2: When you think of humanity, you think of Retro Blast. I mean, that's,
0: yeah. I don't know what else you would think of. That's true. I feel like this was one of our hardest overall bliss quizzes ever, which kind of fits this game.
2: Yeah, but you got one of mine right on the dot.
0: Yeah, I got it dead on. Yeah, yeah, it
2: was impressive. Yeah.
0: You know what else is impressive? What's that? Taco Bell.
2: I do love Taco Bell. What can we get at Taco Bell this week, Trevor?
0: Well, they have a new taco stuffed burrito double cunt supreme. I can't believe we're doing supreme. That so <laughs> I really don't have any energy. I don't know what Taco Bell has this week. Just go buy Taco Bell food because that's our new gimmick.